Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Tempe is where Jimmy's from, and he's now officially enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct, and you graduate with your Fandango gift code. Awesome. Yeah, you'll get a, uh, a code to see the movie Mortal Kombat. So since Cousin It from the Adams Family sitcom passed away over the weekend, we're going to do a game called Match the Character to the Sitcom. All right, I'll give you a character name. You match it up with the sitcom. The character's name is Wojo. Was that from Frasier, Barney Miller, or Three's Company? Barney Miller. Barney Miller. Nice. Okay. I think this guy is going to do well. Officer Wojohowitz. Yes. Your next character is Tootie. Tootie is your next character. Is that from The Golden Girls, Who's the Boss, or The Facts of Life? The Facts of Life. Nice job. That is Tootie from The Facts of Life. Tootie grew up to be very, very, very cute. There you go. Your last character, we're going to go back a ways for this one, Milburn Drysdale. Is that from the Beverly Hillbillies, F Troop, or I Dream of Jeannie? The Beverly Hillbillies. Nice going. Yes, the shallow, money-hungry banker, Milburn Drysdale. Nice job. Milburn. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right. You know, for extra credit, can you name Milburn Drysdale's assistant from the bank? No. Uh, Nancy Kwan. It was Nancy Culp, I believe, as Miss Jane Hathaway. Miss Jane Hathaway, who never married, although she did (laughs) lust after Jed for a long time. So, hang on. You are a winner. Nice job. Mm -hmm. All right. Shame she never married. Nancy Culp. Quite a looker. There you go. <laughs> Mark and Neanderthal. KSLX. Okay, so the album was 1984, right? Yes, it was. For I'll Wait. That was the year that uh, former Vice President Walter Mondale was soundly thrashed in his attempt to to attain the presidency of the United States. Would have been October of 19, or November of 1984 was election day, right? So he lost 49 to 1 and uh, a region. Yes. Because because he he only won Minnesota and D.C. That, regardless of what anybody else has told you in recent history, that is the largest electoral college victory ever, and probably the largest percentage-wise popular vote victory ever yeah, by Ronald it, Reagan. It can never, I mean, the only way you can top it is going, to sweep the country. Running the table. And the idea that that could possibly happen ever again <laughs> is a misnomer of the yeah. highest order. So Walter yes. Mondale, actually, the reason why we bring it up, uh, passed yesterday at the age of 93. It was time. Yeah, he was yeah. 93. He yeah. lived a long life. By all accounts... One of the nicest guys ever. Well. Brian, it kept him from being the president. Well, nice guys finished last, at least in presidential <laughs> elections. That's what we learned. Uh, and I, I, I joke, but he, you know, he was vice president with, with Carter and, yeah. then, and then ran for president four years after that. And because we have to mention it, it was also historic, not only in its defeat, but uh, in the choice of vice presidential running mate, uh, Geraldine Ferraro. First woman vice yeah. presidential running mate. Yeah. yeah. So that was, a, that was all of that stuff was very, very, very important. If you were a kid uh, in 1984, you knew all 
all of those things. Suddenly, right. politics politics weren't as ugly as they were, but they were certainly interesting. Yes. So. And your your term paper, well, it's due tomorrow. Yes. How the hell does a guy named Walter get the nickname Fritz? Because his middle name was Frederick. Is that what it is? Yeah. And is Fritz a nickname for Frederick, generally speaking? I, I, I don't know. I would assume that Frederick is a very German-sounding name because it's... And you know, Fritz the, is also. And Fritz is German. So I'm, yeah. I'm guessing somewhere along here, and I'm, maybe he was named after a grandfather or something like okay. that. You know, because Fritz is an old guy name, too. Yes. You don't, you don't mean to see, see many people being born today. Oh, what are you naming your child this morning? Fritz. Yes, at least the... It's usually it's Berkeley or something goofy. With Frederick... At least the FR is there in Fritz. So I get that. Ah, yeah. There you Walter, go. I was scratching my head over. Yeah. Oh, let's do this now yeah. then. Oh, it's Corona. Coronavirus. Worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. Let's keep you updated, keep you laughing. It's the Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with With jokes. And so, one day after Australia opened up their travel restrictions, allowing their citizens to travel back and forth to New Zealand, which is fairly close in proximity, a vaccinated airport worker has tested positive for COVID-19. Australia was famously, like, locked down, man, early on and eliminated the virus that quickly. The dirty New Zealanders are responsible (laughs) for the reintroduction of the COVID-19 vaccine. So there you go. Meanwhile, on death row, a woman is getting ready to be executed. Guard walks up to her and says, what would you like for your final meal? She says, I don't know. What would you like? In a bizarre twist, several otters at the Atlanta Aquarium have tested positive for coronavirus. Now, this may be surprising to some, uh, but there have been instances in the past where otters have tested positive for infectious diseases. Uh, Eric Stratton. Rush Chairman, he was damn glad to meet you. He was uh, from Faber College, the Delta fraternity, uh, several times over the years tested positive for venereal diseases. Yes, So there are precedents that have been set. Mm -hmm. Hey, what happens if you give a politician Viagra? What happens if you give a politician Viagra? Well, they get taller. <laughs> Good. I don't get it. You don't get it? <laughs> India is reporting a sixth consecutive day of over 200,000 new COVID-19 cases. With a million and a half reported in the past seven days alone. We've been talking about India. They have a little bit of a population issue there in India. And uh, COVID seems to be exploding with yet another surge over there. So mark them off your travel list if you are planning on traveling this summer. Hey, Mark. Yeah. What do Chris Hemsworth and Mike Tyson have in common? What do Chris Hemsworth and Mike Tyson have in common? They're both Thor after a workout. <laughs> oh, wow. and there you go that is your mark and neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes uh- 
100.7 KSLX. I missed we're, my off button. Yeah, we're, we're both. We're both. We, I think we've both done that this morning. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it's allergies or whatever. We got a little bit of a little bit of phlegm going on. Yeah, there. it's almost like we've uh, drank a drank a big glass of milk before you open the microphone. And I want to clear it because let me clear my throat because it's four twenty. Is ridiculous. The ultimate in celebrity whininess. Okay. All right. So. Demi Lovato. I don't listen to her, but she's a songstress. She writes songs, she sings songs, and she's popular. Okay? And and fairly good looking. But she has a litany of issues, right? She almost OD'd last year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's, she's had, had issues. a uh, well-publicized eating disorder. Now, I sympathize with those things. Okay? It's not a problem. I overcame my eating disorder. Yes, and just kept eating, just right? Just kept eating. Yeah. 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 Um, kept missing my mouth. So, Demi Lovato... Um, Went on Instagram and called out a frozen yogurt shop in the Los Angeles area, uh, the Big Chill. Really? For having lots of diet frozen yogurt, saying that it's hurtful to people like her who have eating disorders. Let me describe this. Lovato said seeing all the diet products was, quote, triggering and awful. Shut up. For her. Shut as up. she is in recovery from an eating disorder. Again, I sympathize. You have an eating disorder. Well, allow me to retort. Shut yes, up. yeah, oh, but but don't expect everybody to smooth out the road for you. We have tons of people who are recovering alcoholics. We're not taking the beer and the liquor out of the supermarkets, though. I uh, I have a suggestion to, for Ms. Lovato, and if any of her representatives might be listening, maybe they're vacationing, you know, at the Biltmore <laughs> or whatever it is. Uh, could you pass this message along to Demi? If you don't like what the yogurt place serves, don't go don't to the go yogurt to place. Don't go to the yogurt place. I mean, it's pretty simple. I, I mean, I know this is a novel concept. I'm going to take a yeah. – I believe that's a philosophy that can apply to everything. If you don't enjoy it, don't participate in yeah. it. But don't tell other people they can't. Well, you know, you, it's, it's so simple. Don't expect to never run into something – that might upset you a little bit. I, listen, I walk by barber shops daily. <laughs> I wish I needed them, but yeah. I don't. But yeah. I don't go in there and demand they shut down. I was never big or strong enough to play football in the National Football League. And yet you don't blame the NFL then, for yes, making you feel bad. Yes, I don't. Right. Yeah, except for every time I see uh, a kicker step on the field and realize, God, if only I could kick a football. Because <laughs> well, I'm say, bigger and stronger well, than you, that guy. And you say, I should have learned how to kick, right? Yeah, but yeah. You, but you know, it's your business. It's your deal. Yeah, I'm over it. And they don't have to smooth out the road for you no. so you don't feel bad. No. If you, here's, I know, again, I'll repeat for people that may not have been listening because we're triggering you. Uh, <laughs> if you don't like it, don't participate. Exactly. In it. it's, it's a simple logic. The world doesn't have to adjust to you. I got bad news for you. It doesn't have to adjust to you. No. And, and by the way, it's not going to adjust to you. And stop using the word trigger unless you're talking about a gun or a horse <laughs> stop using that word stop being a victim i was triggered by it yeah stop using shame i was shamed by him uh, you know that's your business you, the, you feel your own shame yeah i'm sympathetic to those that have you know eating disorders or alcoholism or anything that's like that. I, I get it but it's not the world's fault it's not it's not the world's fault and by the way as somebody who has never once ever in my life tasted yogurt, I can't imagine what yogurt – I don't even know what it's for. 
I don't even know what yogurt does. I'll be honest with you. I don't know anything about yogurt other than the commercials I see on television. Well, now you know. It's only there to upset Demi, Demi Lovato. Lovato. Who would have thought that Demi Lovato was the second or the, the, the second craziest Demi on the face of the earth? <laughs> Maybe even has overtaken Demi Moore. I know. And I love the way her name fits into the stick song, Mr. Roboto. You can plug Demi Lovato in there, and it's just as fun to sing. What's the etymology of that? Is that Spanish? Is that Italian? What is Demi Lovato? Uh, she's Italian. Hang on a second. I'm going to so, look it up what it translates uh, into. Demi Lovato in English. Oh, Karen. <laughs> it's Italian for Karen. Maybe so. Yeah. This is beyond that, though. Yeah. Not to be confused with Karen D'Alessandro, who is also, I think, Italian. Yes, she is. Absolutely. You'll hear her this afternoon. And you know what? Things that happen to her that are bad, she doesn't blame them on somebody else. Yesterday at this time, we were delivering the heartbreaking news that Cousin It from the Adams Family TV show in the 60s had passed away. Yeah. Today, we deliver the news that Walter Mondale has passed away. And we've been asking people if they remember who Walter Mondale was and what he did. And the answer we're frequently hearing is... No, I sure don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just in case you sure yes. don't. Yo, uh, no, I sure don't. Walter Mondale was uh, the vice president for Jimmy Carter. From 76 through 80. But then in 1984 was the least successful presidential candidate in the history of our great nation. Despite what revisionist historians will tell you, Walter Mondale handed Ronald Reagan the largest presidential victory in the history of United States politics. He literally took 2% of the United States. Yeah, electoral college-wise, Ronald Reagan won 49 states. Walter Mondale won one state, his home state of Minnesota. So there is a silver lining He's got that going for him, which which is is nice. nice. Uh, But it was 49 to 1. Even Tom Brady would go in the locker room at halftime and say, it's over, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Game over, Let's man. Game over. So We're screwed, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that happened yesterday. What is happening today is that today is 420. It's it's the pot smokers big day of the year. And it is the first time we've been able to do it legally in the state of Arizona. Mar- uh, <laughs> Marijuana. That sounds about exactly. It's Freudian slip. But it worked out just fine. Pot is a better drug than alcohol. Fact. And I'll prove it to you. You're at a ball game, you're at a concert, someone's really violent, aggressive, and obnoxious. Are they drunk or are they smoking pot? The one and only correct answer. Tell them what they want, John. (laughs) I have never seen people on pot get in a fight because it is impossible. (laughs) Hey, buddy. Hey, what? (laughs) End of argument. This is a story for about 20 seconds from now. It's called The Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. Let's do two. We'll start with 39-year-old Amanda McCormick from Maryville, Tennessee. All right. She was flush with cash a week ago on Monday and went on a shopping spree at Dollar General. Got her stimmy checked, did she? Uh, well. Maybe. After filling her cart, Amanda got the total 
and handed the cashier her money. She was paying in cash all in one big bill. She was paying with a $1 million bill. Oh, I've had that joke. We get, <laughs> so, that, left. We get that left here. That's our new contract. Congratulations. Yes. If you don't deserve it, who does? Amanda insisted it was legitimate, while the store manager insisted on calling the police, who got there and were treated to Amanda's explanation of where she got the money, which was that she got it in the mail from her church. Now, that doesn't make sense. They only take money. <laughs> Actually, the, those million-dollar things, sometimes they're like a half-dollar thing. You know, like they're folded in half. It looks like the money mm-hmm. that's been folded. Yep. Then you open it up, and it's a prayer card from a church. There so that, you go. It's very possible. Maybe. She yep. wasn't. She she might be a counterfeiter, but she's honest. Well, Amanda wasn't able to provide any details about her church. And, and besides, how was the Dollar General going to give her change from that bill? Well, it would have had to have been 999000 $999. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then we have 32-year-old, we have a 32-year-old man named Raudel, who is a... Raudel. Cal- R-A-U-D-E-L. All right. Uh, I think that's the formal name of Rowdy, if I'm not mistaken. Might but be, yeah, sure. He is a California resident, but he was here in the Valley this past Wednesday night, and that's when Raudel walked past a car near Dobson and Southern in Mesa and saw its keys were sitting in the, indi- well, in the that, ignition. That's just stupid. Why would anybody do that? Too much temptation to resist, right? I would say so, yeah. And Raudel hopped in. He was feeling homesick and just wanted to use the car to go home to California. Well, that's that's not a short jaunt. That's, no, it's not. That's uh, I think it's Grand Theft Auto, too, if you take it across the state line. He was uh, almost immediately pulled over, though. Don't have to worry about crossing the state lines. He didn't get far, just a mile or two. How so? Uh, well, it was very easy to track because he'd stolen a Mesa police car. Well, thankfully, there aren't a lot of those. <laughs> so, <laughs> never a good idea. Amanda and Rowdell, we appreciate you. You are the Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. I think those were two beautiful stories you just told. And they were sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson, the Valley's newest Harley dealership at 159th Avenue and McDowell and Goodyear now open. Hey, como están todos? Es el tiempo de escuchar rock and roll en español. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. Calling from Scottsdale, we've got Mark on the phone with us. Is that with a K or a C, Mark? That's with a K because C's for clown. Bingo. Wow. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play for a $25 Port of Subs gift card, and you will have to translate the Spanish phrase we give you. We do give you three choices in English. Are you ready to roll, Mark, with a K? Yes, I'm ready. All right. The K stands for what? Here we go. It's your Spanish phrase. El trabajo de un procrastinador nunca se hace. Did you hear that? Mark, with a what? That does translate into one of the following. Is it A, nostalgia isn't what it used to be. <laughs> B, friends may come and go, but enemies accumulate. <laughs> or C, a procrastinator's work is never done. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. I think it's number C. Number C. Number C. Sure. Well, it could be letter three. Are you sure? (laughs) It's Mark with a K. Uh, Yep, definitely. Okay, just making sure you've won despite your inability to tell the difference between numbers and letters. (laughs) But that's okay. Oh, thank God. (laughs) So hang on, Mark. You're a winner. Thank you so much. What do you suppose his blood THC content is right now? (laughs) I mean, it is the day. 
I don't know, but I'm just very glad we have a port of subs $25 yeah. gift card. No better prize on 420. Someone is high AF. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. It's Mark and Neanderthal, just about 8.57. We'll go a couple of minutes early here with the Big Three at 9, where we give you some of our best sound clips of the day. And I believe this first one is going to be Terry Crews, the actor. I know him most from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was one of the stars of that in, in numerous episodes. Terry but. Tate, office linebacker. Remember those commercials? He's been in so many so yeah. many things. Um, Idiocracy, he was the president. He was the president, sure. Um, he was in, I think, all three of the Expendables movies, which were expendable, but there were three of them. So if you caught one, you caught them all, but he was in each one of them. Yes, remember, the greatest president we've ever known, Dwayne Elizondo Mountain Dew, Herbert Camacho. There you go. Yeah. But he was just talking about um, being in Hollywood. Um, he said he's guilty of cheating on his wife numerous times. He admitted it. And said, you know, nobody nobody gave him a hard time about it except his wife, and finally he realized that was probably not a good idea. I had plenty of people telling me I was fine, but you know what? I, I want my wife. Like, I realized what I really needed in my life. I realized that anything without her was nothing. And, you know, Hollywood doesn't care if you lose your family. They just don't. No. No, because everything in Hollywood is disposable. Yeah. So Terry Crews is now a solid family man. But he's got a lot of bragging rights. He's got the good stories, yeah. So. I mean, and, and, and you know, lest, lest anybody understand, he actually played for like four teams in the NFL. He was also in that World League of American Football, too. He played for the German team, yeah. the Rhine team. I mean, he's got, he's, that guy's got, when it's all said and done, the book that he writes will be good. And his character on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he is, of course, you know, jacked like he is in real life. But he's a complete wuss and a complete softy in the show. So like it's he, pretty Like he apparently is in real life. It, Everybody says Terry Crews is a good dude. Big family man afraid of his wife in the show. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so so next up, we're, we're going to Mars, aren't we? This is, let's, uh, never mind, just listen to what's going on right now, and then we'll comment on it afterwards. This is great. Stunning images just coming in as NASA yet again pulls off the unbelievable flying a four-pound autonomous chopper, a drone really, on another planet. It's not every day that you get to test a rotorcraft and do an experiment on Mars. Yeah. Yeah, on Mars. Those are the words that, I mean, I, I sit here and I'm looking out the window right now and I look at, at the desolate wasteland that is Camelback Mountain and I say to myself, boy, that looks an awful lot like Mars until you see Mars yeah. and you go, geez, that's amazing. We have a, we, we flew in a helicopter on Mars and I can't get my cable remote to work from the kitchen <laughs> into the living room. The struggle is real. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it is pretty amazing. What they did with that drone yesterday was, though, you know, they flew it over Martians' backyards while yep. they were out there swimming mm-hmm. pools. So, yeah, yeah. so obnoxious. Yep. It's a, like in the movie Blue Thunder. <laughs> they were using amazing technology for nefarious purposes is what they were doing there. So let's talk about James Hetfield from the band Metallica. Yeah. I'm telling you. 
The guy's turning into an old softy here. <laughs> he was just involved in a huge benefit for an organization called Little Kids Rock, which uh, very much like Alice Cooper's organization here in town and some other musicians have put together these organizations specialize in getting instruments into schools so kids have the option to play music. Yeah, Eddie Van Halen used to do Mr. Holland's Opus. There you go. You know, you've yep. got, uh, and obviously, Alice's Solid Rock Foundation, which I think he's also associated with this Little Kids Rock thing. Um, let's face it, with budget cuts and stuff like that, music education and oh, music yeah. availability and the ability to play instruments in schools, that's a diminished thing. That was one of my favorite classes growing up was music. Yeah. Might be why I do this for a living. Yeah. And uh, from what you'll hear from James Hetfield, helping these kids learn and how to play music, that's his jam. Having an option for music, music in schools, I'm an advocate for having an opportunity and a place for people to at least explore that and they, they find it helpful, that's great, and it could turn out to be a wonderful career. I'm here as an example of how music has saved lives. Tell you what. Oh, yeah. He is getting positively cuddly in his older age. It's, Uncle James. Yes. It's so <laughs> weird because I've been a Metallica fan for 30-plus years now, since day one. And when I would go to see them, like when they were opening for Ozzy and they would do Creeping Death, and there's that whole chant part where die by my hand, the whole... Because Creeping Death is about the, the plague of the pharaohs and all that stuff. But there's this whole die, die, die. And when you when you look at that and you juxtapose it to some of the video that you saw from Europe in the 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. it's a frightening, frightening event, the amount of power that Metallica has. And now you go to a Metallica show, and after every song, James is like, Metallica loves you. <laughs> Metallica loves you. Why don't we all get together and hug each other? Yeah. <laughs> so, good stuff, though. Um, kids have to have that option. I would it's, agree. It's I, so, I would. if you don't think it's important, I think you're crazy because it gives. It, it's great for your mind in general. Well, look, we joke about the struggle being real, uh, but when it's all said and done, the past 18 months have really shown us how important music is. Yep. With live music being away, we can't wait to get back and do that. A lot of people have been picking up guitar and stuff like that. Music is a healing thing, and it really should be part of the curriculum in school. I hope maybe we don't have to have these musicians doing this, but I'm glad we do. Yep. I'm glad they're giving back a little bit. So we'll give you the big three at nine again tomorrow at the same time. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.